Any views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on the Rejuvenating Health podcast are solely that of the speakers and are intended as such. Please consult your trusted healthcare practitioner for medical advice. Welcome back to the Rejuvenating Health podcast. Today's show is all about the ladies' third pillar, fitness. You'll learn about finding the optimal training style for your body and how eating supports happy hormones and longevity. Let's go, girls. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Rejuvenating Health Podcast. I'm Shauna, and I'm the co-host of the podcast, and I'm here with Lindsay Van Schoik. She's a nurse practitioner, and she is the owner of Rejuvenating Health. And today we're going to talk about our third pillar. Um, last week, we talked about pillar number two, which was nutrition. And then we talked about before that, we talked about health, which is our first pillar. So if you guys missed those episodes, be sure to go back and listen to them. But today we're going to talk about fitness, which is our third pillar. Yeah. So fitness can be super confusing too, huh? Yes, for sure. I think a lot of women are scared to lift. They think they need to do more cardio because lifting makes you bulky. So I think a lot of those are misconceptions that need to be squashed. (laughs) Yeah. And fitness looks different for everyone, right? Like there's a lot of women who enter our program where we're not even putting them on a fitness plan. We're making sure that they're walking 10,000 steps a day because they're literally sedentary, not -hmm. moving at all. Right. Yeah, I think daily movement is a huge thing that women forget about. Yeah, you. we live in this world that you work at a desk or you work remote and you're sitting on your rear end all day and you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh, well, you're not even tracking your steps. So you don't know. But that's like one of the first things we have our clients do sometimes is like get a cheap step tracker. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm only walking 3000 steps a day. <laughs> right, right. But they have no clue. That's the thing. They just don't know. Yeah. So besides daily movement, there are other like, there's some general fitness practices, right? Like in my ideal world, like this is for everyone. It's not women specific. It's just like, if if you're listening to this and you're a man, you're a woman, you're 13, you're 80, whatever, you should be hitting 10,000 steps a day. You should be strength training three days a week, like doing some kind of pulling and pushing, um, squatting, putting something over your head, just like basic functional movements. And one to two times a week, you should be getting your heart rate up, like to where you're out of breath. Right. And I, but I think a lot of women feel like I said earlier, strength training or lifting weights is going to make them bulky. So they just go down the cardio route and that's also not good for our bodies. So do you want to talk about that? Because I think that's a lot of misconception with women is cardio, cardio, cardio. Yeah. And like cardio is good for you. But if you're, we as women, we're moms and we're wives and we have jobs, we're stressed out all the time. And if we're just doing cardio after cardio after cardio, we're putting even more stress on our body, which is going to raise our cortisol even more. Cortisol is a fat storing hormone. It's going to cause inflammation even more in our body than we already have. And it can just have diminishing returns. It can cause more damage than it can it can good. And so I like to do cardio. Like, listen, I ran the Boston Marathon in 2018, like cardio bunny here, but legit was not healthy. Mm-hmm. Like if you checked my hemoglobin A1C, I was like pre-diabetic because I was like stressing my body out so much. Right. But I, 
And that's just fascinating because I just don't think that a lot of women have that knowledge that it is stressing their bodies out and it's wreaking more havoc than it is good. Um, I just think that that's fascinating because I myself, I do enjoy cardio um, and I know that I have done it a lot in the past, but you're right. And even the look that you get from it is not the look that a lot of women are going for, but just the misconception, that's what they think that they have to do. But really, a lot of benefit comes from strength training. So do you want to go into that a little bit, why strength training is beneficial for women especially? Yeah, like how many people have come to us? They're like, I want to get tone. You can't get tone by not lifting weights. Like Like, every woman wants to get toned. Right. And you can't do that without lifting weights. You have to, like, how are you going to grow muscle and get tone if you're lifting a two pound dumbbell? Like it, it doesn't work. You have to strength train. One, because as women, we're not pumped full of testosterone like men are. Like, we're not going to grow muscle like men are unless you're taking some testosterone supplements, which I hope that you're not taking illegal testosterone. But it's really hard for women to grow muscle. Like, I've been trying to put on muscle for five years, and I think I've put on, like, six pounds. Like, you're not going to just become this, like, buff huge person from lifting weight. Like, you're going to get that nice tone look that you're looking for, but you have to lift heavy weights. Like when I'm talking about lifting, I'm like, pick a weight that you can do for like five to six reps and then you have to stop, right? You don't, you don't want to be like doing all this hypertrophy training where you're doing like 20, 30 reps of it. Like we want to actually build strength because that's what's declining as we're aging as women. Right. And there are statistics, even as you age, if you aren't strength training and you don't do any form of that activity, as you get older, the risk of when you fall, not recovering is just, it skyrockets. And that's scary if you think about it, because I think uh, just, again, it's just a lot of information and misinformation that women will get bulky or strength training or lifting is just for men, but it's so beneficial in so many areas for women, even as we age. I think it's important too, like you need to be doing functional movements when you're strength training. Like the whole reason to exercise and strength train is to live a long life. And so squatting, think about it. Like when you're 80, you need to be able to get off the toilet. That's squatting, right? You need to be able to like pick your grandchild up off the ground. That's deadlifting. You need to be able to put something on top of the fridge. That's pressing. Like think of, you want to be doing movements that are like, you could incorporate them into daily life. So when you're older, you can live on your own and and function. Right, right. And I, I think it's great to relate it back to daily movement, even sitting in a chair. We all sit down, but you see as you get older and grandparents and even when they sit in a chair, it's hard for them to get back up. But if they had incorporated the strength training, such as squatting and things like that, it would be a lot more beneficial to them as they age. Yeah. And so is stretching and mobility and yoga. Like as you get older, you're losing Mm -hmm. flexibility and your tendons and your muscles and everything is getting just, it's just getting more frail and, and weight training helps with bone strength, but you also need to be like stretching and doing some yoga, like doing something that's maybe getting you out of that fight or flight daily life stuff. Like yoga is is a really good exercise to help, especially if you're having a lot of stress in your daily life. Right. And that's something too within the program at Rejuvenating that 
is fascinating to me is when we do do the DNA testing and things like that, it shows you what your body prefers as far as fitness. And I think that that just gives a whole new insight to women because everybody is different, like we've said before. Yeah. When I got my DNA back, I was like, this is wrong because it, it said that I was better at strength training and, <laughs> and sprinting. And I was like, what? I just ran a marathon. Like, that's not right. But yeah, it's crazy. For sure. Do you think that there are times of the day that are better for women to train or is it kind of just whenever you can? Because I think that's something that a lot of women wonder. Should they be doing fa- faster training? Should they do it in the morning? Is it better in the evening or is it kind of just whenever you can? What do you think about that? I think it's whenever you can get it in. Like, I can't tell you when the best exercise to do because I don't live in your life, but you should never do fasted training like ever. It's really bad for you to do fasted training as a woman. Like you don't have to eat a meal, but eat a little bit of something. And I really like prefer our clients not to work out too close Mm -hmm. to bed just because you know how you feel after a good workout. You're like ready to conquer the day. You don't want to work out so close to bed that you didn't disrupt your melatonin and you can't go to sleep. And then you're eating... We, we know you need to eat protein after you work out and then you're eating too close to bed. And so I think I find with a lot of our clients, if they don't do it first thing in the morning, then life happens and they don't get their exercise in. Yep. So for a lot of people, the morning is the best time, but it doesn't have to be some hour long crazy session. Like weight train for 20 minutes, like go on a walk outside for 20 minutes and then do your weight training later in the evening. Like Find something that works with you and a program that works within your schedule. Right. And also, there's different types of training for different ages, right? So training throughout the age span is something that I think there's not a lot of education on for women because how you train in your 20s is not how you're going to train in your 30s and your 40- and beyond. It's different yeah. for every age span, right? Yeah. I mean, in our... 30s and 20s, we recoup and we recover a lot better. And then we're worrying about training around our hormones and our menstrual cycle. And then in our 40s, our hormones are declining. In our 50s, we may not have hormones anymore. And so your plan should really change throughout your life cycle based upon your goals, but then also just based upon the stress that your body can take on. Right, for sure. And that's something, too, that if you guys want to check out, we have all of our social medias. We have a Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok. We have so much helpful information on those platforms as well, just about different things, fitness-related and health-related, that you can look at that will be very helpful for you. And I think next week, Lindsay, you want to tell them what we're going to talk about next time? Mindset. What does that even mean, right? But we're going to talk about... The words that you say to yourself and the thoughts that you have in the he- your head and how that can really affect um, the outcomes that you're wanting when you're following a health plan. Right. And sometimes I think mindset is kind of like the forgotten, the forgotten pillar, the hidden gem, you know? Yeah. So I'm excited for that episode too. So I hope you guys tune in and check it out next week about mindset. Bye. Bye. Bye.